This podcast is produced by Visionary Studios. Hey everyone, I'm Mitchell Rail. And I'm Wade Clausen. And welcome back to Let's Unpack That. Today we are joined by Ryan Keekler. How's it going? It's going good. Do you want to tell everyone a little about yourself, who you are? Give us the tea on Ryan. Yeah, sure. Um, I My name is Ryan. I was originally born in Fountain Hills, Arizona, small town outside Scottsdale. Um, I grew up there and um, finished high school at Desert Mountain in Scottsdale. I um, recently moved to Chicago just about a year and a half ago. Okay. So excited to be out here. Um, I currently go to Arizona State studying international business, but doing it online, trying to make it work with my full-time job, yeah. and now I'm here in Chicago. Amazing. Oh. Amazing. So growing up in the Scottsdale area, yeah. what was that like? I took, I think, living in Scottsdale for granted when I moved out here because mm-hmm. I never had to experience a winter um, or anything like that. <laughs> so I definitely took that for granted when I moved. So how would you kind of describe the gay community in that area? I've really only had a short period of time experiencing it in Scottsdale, but in my opinion, I think it's very small. Everyone knows each other, mm-hmm. as most people know in yeah. each city. Yeah. Um, and everyone knows everything about e- about each other and all that kind of all Yeah, the classic. The yeah, classic. the classic gig. Everyone has mutuals with everyone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when did you make that switch to Chicago for you? Um, I moved in March of last year. You were in school, correct? Like yes. while you were making this change, what kind of led you to want to pursue like having a full-time job? Yeah, I while think while you were in college. Yeah, I think when p- the pandemic hit, um, it wasn't in school anymore and I was living it with at home with my parents and it just got kind of boring. Like I wasn't going to campus. I didn't love going on campus at ASU. It was kind of like high school (laughs) 2.0. I was seeing people that I went to high school with and it wasn't exciting to me. Like, yeah, there's the party scene and ASU is a big party school. Like it gets really old really fast Mm -hmm. and it really wasn't for me. I was working a lot during the pandemic because I had extra free time and stuff outside of school. And I figured out how to make it work where I was able to do school online and work a full-time job. And I was excelling at my uh, HR job. I was working with Target at the time and it was going great. And I just needed a change. So it's March of 2020 and I was really over Arizona. I was seeing the same people from my high school at the grocery store, at Target, everywhere. And it was just over it. I needed a different change. Mm -hmm. And I had an opportunity to work with my current job just at um, a different facility and like an elevated role. Okay. So what were you doing in that job? I was working in human resources at a Target store in Scottsdale. Okay. So I was overseeing all the HR functions in the store. Okay. And I loved it. I was doing really well at it. And um, there's an opportunity to work at a distribution center, which is a higher scale. They were opening a brand new one outside Chicago. And it was a really, I would say, kind of rare opportunity where they would pay to relocate me as well. So I saw the opportunity. I applied for it, presently got the job. And then three weeks later, I moved to Chicago and was living in Chicago. It was kind (laughs) of like a very quick uh, transition. And I think there was just so many things going on, like not necessarily negatively, but things going on and things I was sick of and a lot of things in the past that I was just like ready to be done with. I needed like a nice change in my life. Mm -hmm. And that was a perfect change. I had never lived on my own before, before moving to Chicago. Like I had an apartment with my sister, but it's not quite the same as living on your own. Yeah. yeah. So, so that new position into that distribution role. Yeah. With Target still. Yeah, with Target still. Yeah. So I was there for, um, I want to say like eight months and I got kind of sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like <laughs> the same, like 
stuff every single day. It was not in an amazing part of town, and I was having to deal with people that were not nice, and mm. it was just a whole lot of a lot of things in the situation. So I searched for another job, and I got a really cool um, HR position at a tech company in, in Chicago. Okay, we love a, we love a man in tech. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was super excited for that. Um, moved into that role and really loved it. It was more of a startup vibe, so I was working a lot more hours, but I felt like the work I was doing was more that I liked. Okay. Mm. And um, after doing that for, like, I think four months, I got an opportunity to move into their marketing departments. Okay. So I, right now I work in um, influencer marketing and partnerships okay. for okay. Um, the tech company okay. that I'm working for. So it's super cool. Like, I'm doing exactly what I want to do. Like, yeah. I had interned for a advertising agency my freshman year of college in 2019, so I had experience in marketing, like knowing how an agency works with clients. Like mm -hmm. I was just on the client side instead of on the agency side. Yeah. So I had experience with it and I wasn't going into it like with no experience. So it was really fun too. That's awesome. I mean, really you're, 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 you're talking you're to talking two, to a, the two okay. guys that are in marketing. Yeah. I mean, I, I work right. at, at, at an ad PR agency and nice. I'm digital marketing. Yeah, so he's more on the corporate side of things. Okay, nice. Yeah. nice. So <laughs> you how do you like uh, influencer marketing? Like, what do you do? Give us so a... what I do exactly, I our company is doing a lot of like testing and learning. So we're trying every single type of influencer, every vertical to kind of see what works mm -hmm. and what doesn't work. So I... Can you like give us an overview of like what, without saying what the company is, like what, yeah. What the, yeah. What type of products? Yeah. It is. So um, it's a service-based tech company. So we do um, ultra-fast grocery delivery. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, we can deliver in 15 minutes. Okay. Wow. So yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's a it's it, we have some competitors, and it's not necessarily new, but it's very established in Europe, and they moved over to the United so States. So you're coming for Instacart? <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily Instacart, because what Instacart does is they uh, go to like a Whole Foods or a Safeway or well, it would be like like a, like like a Jewel or something yeah, yeah. and like pick a, out the product. An established. Grocery store. We yeah. have um, our own stores where the products okay. are already there. Oh, okay. So as that's soon neat. as you order something, someone's already in the store picking the items, and that's how we can get it's it. Kind of like a ghost minutes. kitchen, but a grocery store. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. That's oh, so that's cool. Super. So tell us more about like yeah. what you, how you, the, I guess to go off of Wade's question, like what are you guys using influencers for for this type so of stuff? So I think right now we're mostly using influencers to kind of extend the brand awareness because a lot mm -hmm. of people don't understand what we do or what it is even like we have ads absolutely everywhere but you don't understand exactly what we're doing or like no. what it is the messaging isn't clear okay. yeah yeah because the the name is in a different language and if you were to like see like the logo you wouldn't necessarily understand what what, what they do without yeah researching sounds like you need further. like an ad agency to come in so that's what <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to pitch for you right now. Wink, wink. Like, wink like. <laughs> so we actually work with a few agencies right okay, now. Okay, good. For, yeah, no, um, yeah. Directly someone needs to come in. And influencer yeah. relations because mm -hmm. it's just me and I don't have the bandwidth to like do the agency yeah. level like yeah, you're, on the that, corporate you're not, side. You're not, you're not a one-man agency. Yeah. Right? So that's a lot to ask for. Yeah, so we are doing trying to do every single vertical like students, micro-influencers, macro-influencers, yeah. niches like moms and some things like that. Like, Somebody that was on the podcast earlier, we sent him a, we were just doing influencer gifting. Who? Uh, Davis. We sent oh, him love some Davis. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Who knows if he knows. He did, he did, he did charity by coming in. That was our first episode. I know. I was, I was like, <laughs> he's, I feel like he's open to doing like a lot of cool stuff and I love what he's no, doing. No, he's really, so. he's really great. Yeah, he's, yeah, awesome. he's really nice. So you're in Chicago. You have this yeah. amazing job. Yeah. You're doing such cool things. Yeah. And what kind of made you start wanting to showcase that online? I think I started posting on TikTok right when I moved to Chicago. I was honestly kind of bored. And I saw 
another creator, Ethan Glenn, he was posting these like outfit videos. They're like super simple, and I was like, I can do that. Like he's he was gaining his like ton of followers, and I was like, why don't I just try it and see if it yeah. works? So I started posting these like stupid videos like every day before I used to go to my office job. I would like put my phone up on my windowsill and just like talk about what I'm wearing. <laughs> and like I was like, whatever, like no one's gonna see this, like who knows what's gonna happen out of it. Started great gaining traction. And it ended up converting to my Instagram as well. So I was like, okay, this is getting kind of successful. Okay. So um, we love conversion. That's yeah, the it was, thing. It was it was amazing. <laughs> so it was converting to my Instagram and I was getting some like some brand deals and some things out of that. Okay. And it ended up getting me actually my job at my tech company. Because really? they saw like what I was doing on TikTok after I had interviewed with them. And I got a call from the hiring manager and they're like, Oh, so we saw your TikTok, and I was like, "Oh no, you really like, oh, shit, gonna, yeah. they're gonna risk my offer. Like, this is not good." Like, yeah, oh, yeah. They're like, "No, we love it. Like, we want you to help, like, with our social media and stuff like that." So, it's gotten me opportunities that I wouldn't have gotten before. So, yeah, it's just been fun. That's but, that's so yeah, cool. That's, yeah, that's, that's so amazing. incredible. So, like, as this platform has kind of grown and you've started to gain more traction while also like really being successful yeah. in your career like what has that experience been like for you it's been a lot of time management i yeah. think like working <laughs> like how that. do you make time to like you know obviously pr- produce content regularly mm-hmm. i just while also to... like you know being a one-man ad agency yeah <laughs> it's, it's a lot i have to a lot of it is just time management and making it work of course my job comes first like mm-hmm. that's probably more important than like instagram yeah. um until it makes more money than my job we'll see <laughs> but, um i like sh- shooting content and making videos like kind of just work it around my work schedule like if i a lot of do a lot of like lunch breaks like that i block off on my calendar i try to do stuff really quick or um if we're walking to dinner or something he'll take photos of me just like as it happens just like mm-hmm. try to work it randomly Love that. I mean, your content's so cool. So, like, mm, it's, yeah. clearly, it's clearly working. I mean, it's, yeah, it's working. <laughs> I mean, you got the job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I think another cool thing about your content is you travel yeah. a lot. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people look at that and like, how does this person do it? Like, yeah. I, how did they have this really cool apartment in, in, in Chicago? How do they manage to just go and take a trip? Like, yeah. people who are having a job are like, how mm-hmm. do they make that happen? So, like, did yeah. you just have a really good negotiation of like how much time I can have off or like, <laughs> so, or, like what, or can you work remotely or like what's how does that yeah, work for so you? Yeah, so with my role right now I can work remotely or okay. like like a hybrid type setting so I can work somewhere else. Okay. But a secret talent of mine is like finding really cheap flights and like really good like hotel deals. give us deals. the hacks? I'm like really good at that for some reason. What's the hack? Like where do you, um, where do you go? What's that app? Uh, it's not necessarily an app. I feel like I'm like really good at just researching every website. Mm-hmm. But one that's really good is like Google Flights is always good. Um, it gives you like a little calendar and like you can just search in, like different days, especially with your flexible. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm just really good at researching and finding. You're things, just a baddie. You're just like a child. <laughs> yeah, and like being able to work remotely or having like I get unlimited PTO, which is a, a great. Ooh. So it's not like I'm missing pay from taking vacations. So. I, I'm not like I'm still getting like my full paychecks. So I'm able to. I mean, we do love that. that. We yeah. love that. Like, I'm just curious. I just went through like the process of like yeah. applying for a job after graduation. Like, mm-hmm. how do you balance taking the PTO, mm-hmm. but like not too much? So yeah, you you have to be you have to think <laughs> about it because you're like you kind of have to base it off what your coworkers are doing and what other, how much you see other people are doing. Of course pretty much every job gets like two to four weeks. So yeah. I wouldn't take more than what a normal job would give you because then you don't want to abuse it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, like potentially offering to work for part of the time while you're away, like kind of creates a balance too. What are some of your favorite places that you've traveled? 
Um, favorite places, Lake Como, Italy is amazing. Ooh. I think that's super cool, especially in the summertime. Um, I love Park City and skiing, and a lot of people don't like Wisconsin, but I like Wisconsin <laughs> in the summer. <laughs> wait, in the summer, wait, wait. no, why though? <laughs> why? I, so I grew I up coming here in the summer. Okay. And we'd go to the lake all the time, kayak and like, like Michigan paddleboard. Or, uh, or no, just out in lake country, like okay. on Nagawica okay, or cute. stuff like that. So I had kind of have a romanticized version of it, like coming here as a kid. Um, yeah. So I think that's why I like it so much. But when I tell people like, oh, I like love going to Wisconsin in their summer, they're like, why? Like it's farms. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Not just farms, everyone. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not just farms. Like there's yeah. so much more to it. And like especially Door like, County is super nice. Yes, like yes. there's a lot. Lots I feel it. like Door County like has that almost... I have some family who lives in Washington State, and when yeah. it's like I'm like those little tiny towns like that are like right yeah. in the little cove. Like oh, I feel yeah. like I'm almost like on the ocean, like yeah. on some little seaside town. It's really yeah. cool, mm-hmm. um, and even like Milwaukee too. Like people, I mean, even I like I talk shit about Milwaukee, yeah. Like, really, <laughs> but like in in like July, even mm-hmm. like now we're getting to that time of year. It's like July through like September. Yeah, beautiful. Like the sunsets, like just like yeah. the, the weather with the sun, the lakes. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I like Immaculate. I. I have gripes. Like, I think everyone in Wisconsin's like, 10 years behind with, like, everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it has its, its advantages and disadvantages, too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Let's go back to talk a little bit about living in Chicago. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's definitely an experience. It's definitely yeah. probably one of the bigger commu- gay communities in this area. Yeah. So when you first moved there, were, mm-hmm. you, were you single when you first yeah. moved to Chicago? So what yeah. was that initial introduction to the city like for you? Like, honestly, I didn't know Boys Town existed. I didn't know that Market Days was a thing. I didn't know any of that stuff. Like, I, I think someone asked me, they're like, oh, are you going to Market Days? And I was like, what is that? Is that like a farmer's market? <laughs> but I, was I like, that too. I was like, what is that? Like, I had no idea. And like, I'm honestly like not super into it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like something I like kind of try to go to. I kind of, I feel like I'm more focused on my career. So I don't necessarily go out every weekend and do things like that. So mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I had like the true Chicago experience. Okay, but so you are in a relationship. So yeah. clearly you are successful. Yeah, in the, in, in the gay <laughs> scene to a degree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, so even just going on dates with people, like obviously yeah. you're still interacting mm-hmm. with people in the community. Yeah, right. So like, yeah. what, <laughs> what is even like, what was that like in comparison to anything that you may have done when you were back in Arizona? Um, I feel like it still has its same like advantages and disadvantages, like. I'm going to say, like, avoid the people in the suburbs. Like, they live in the suburbs for a reason. Like, I've never had good experiences with people that live in the Chicago suburbs. <laughs> um, but I have honestly didn't go on, like, a ton of dates. Like, when I first moved, um, I was on Tinder, but that's kind of, like, all I used when I was out there. I so so you, just, you just met you just met amazing people on Tinder? Um, How did you guys meet? Can I, can on Tinder. On yeah. Tinder? Okay. Yeah, we met on Tinder. Um, I don't... I didn't have, like any like crazy bad experiences i'd say like i had some like annoying like not 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 stalker type energy Stop. but like okay. pretty close to that okay yeah like people just obsessed or yeah just people that are obsessed it's yeah i feel like i don't that shouldn't be normal but i feel like it's yeah. kind of normal <laughs> yeah it's a little <laughs> it's, normal it's normal i mean like give us an, can experience. you like give an example like can you kind of can we can we, can we unpack that like yeah, <laughs> like, we what? Unpack that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like what was give us an example of one of these i had like, crazy i guys. had one person that i went on a date with them uh-huh and i don't know i just we, i didn't vibe like i was yeah, like, okay, like, like one date we're good like mm-hmm. i don't we don't need to go out again like it's I just didn't vibe with it. Mm-hmm. And they actually showed up at my apartment building. Did they know where you lived? Yeah, I think they had, we went somewhere in my neighborhood and then I like 
we, we like parted ways at my apartment when I was leaving. Most so I think they you? knew where I was. Oh, okay. Like they knew where I lived, but it was like days after. They're like, hey, I'm I'm like like kind of like I'm outside. Do you want to hang? I was like, no, <laughs> like <laughs> like no. <laughs> they didn't ask before. No, no. I was like, no, I don't really want to. And I was kind of like. Don't show up again, otherwise we're gonna have an issue. Like I don't want to need to blow it up more than it is, but mm-hmm. I'm just kind of giving you a warning that let's not make this a problem. Yeah. Um, and like, I kind of like stopped going out as like, on dates as frequently after that because I was like kind of like freaked me out. Well, it's just like a respect thing. It's it's a respect yes. thing. It's a privacy thing. It's kind of like know your boundaries. Like mm-hmm. why are you being creepy? Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, if someone like if you go on a date and maybe. Maybe let's say like he put him in his shoes. Like maybe he just really like fell in love. Like he was like, oh, yeah. this is like such a moment. And <laughs> yeah. You were like, oh no, this isn't the vibe. Like if someone isn't texting you yeah. after the date, I'm like, maybe that's a sign. Like maybe that like, we hmm, should like, let's go outside their house. Like, but, mm. yeah, let me. Yeah. Just, like, I like, think a lot of guys don't, don't catch those vibes. They don't yeah. like see that you don't want to hang not. out with them. You're yeah. not texting. You might block them and yeah. they text <laughs> you and they're like, why'd you block me? Yeah. Don't know. You know. If yeah. it's, it's not if it's not the moment. No, like, no, it's not. It's not. When you're traveling mm-hmm. around the world, like obviously yeah. I know you love fashion. Yeah. So do you kind of get to dabble into the fashions and like the like shop like shopping and stuff in those countries? Is there anything that yeah. really sticks out to you? Um, I feel like I definitely plan outfits for when I'm traveling, so yeah. I don't necessarily like need to shop when I'm there, but I still do. Yeah. Um, like recently I went to Portugal and honestly didn't shop a ton because mm-hmm. we were there for a short amount of time. But who do you um, usually travel with? I went with him past okay. Portugal, but I honestly go by myself. Like most okay. of my past trips have been solo trips. Okay. Um, I really like traveling by myself. I think it's super fun. Like not to, mm-hmm. like I don't need to, I can kind of do whatever I want. I don't need to have anyone else's input. I kind of do, if I want to mm-hmm. take a nap, I can take a nap. If I want to <laughs> go out as soon as we land, we can go. Like yeah. I can just do it myself. So it's, it's fun to do both. I think. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, so even like kind of going off of that, like you love fashion. Like it's very mm-hmm. clearly a big part of your content. Like how yeah. did you initially get into that? Uh, getting into it, I, I feel like I've always been into fashion, like in middle school and high school and kind of like just exploring like what I like and what I think is cool and seeing other people on Instagram. I was like, why don't I just post my outfits? Like, mm-hmm. why don't I just start doing that? And I think I started posting on Instagram like, not necessarily like seriously, but like regularly and like junior year of high school, like my sister and I, we would just go and take photos like as like a fun like hobby yeah, thing. Yeah. And we would help each other like we would send each other outfits and like things we wanted to do and I think that was that was really fun and we would like bond over that because I'm a triplet. So. Oh, oh, love that. Yeah, I'm a triplet. So my triplet sister and I, we would just we would go out and take photos of our outfits. So you you know you're into photography, you're into fashion. Like mm-hmm. if someone wanted to you know, maybe they have a passion for fashion, but yeah. they don't know where to start. Yeah. What would you say is a good first step into diving into it? Like, just, like, you can't think about it too much. Just start doing it. It's going to look dumb. You're going to feel dumb at first, and you're going to be like, this is stupid. Like, you're going to get, like, 10 likes, but, like, you have to keep doing it, and you're going to learn how to do, make it better, and you're going to develop your own personal style over time. It's not going to be overnight. Mm-hmm. And you'll learn, like, photography tricks and how to shoot with a tripod if you don't have friends, like, that are able to shoot photos. Like, you'll figure out those things. It just takes time. It's not going to yeah. happen overnight. Yeah. You have amazing Instagram stories. That's Thank another you. thing. Like, your, your whole social media presence is just, like, top notch. Like, you really just, like, I think you have the aesthetic down just mm-hmm. to a T. Like, it's really it's really well done. Yeah. Um, with Instagram stories, obviously, it's, it's a struggle to, like, get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and portray it and do it in a way that isn't, like, 
you know, like yeah. cringe or like ugly, like or yeah. the filter isn't right, or the colors aren't right, and like all that stuff, like the filters yeah. and all that is like so popularized social media yeah. that it's almost like how do you do it with out it looking. I don't use any filters. So what's what's like on. what's like your like do you have like zooming, zoom in tricks? Like I know some people will yeah. do like the they'll do it like at two times on their stories. Like what's uh-huh. what's your type of tips with your Instagram stories? I feel like well with stories specifically, I think I just I take a ton of photos. Like if like if it's something stupid like dinner, I just take like a ton and then I'm like I'll have something that'll be good. Yeah. And I feel like I do like zoom in. I, I'll put it into like the stories thing on Instagram, and then I'll, like, zoom in on it in Instagram to, like, okay. make it look cute. Okay. Because I feel like you don't know what it looks like on Instagram until you put it in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't, like... You have to play like, around. Gauge it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just go play around with it. See what you like, and, again, your stories are going to look stupid the first few times yeah. you do it. And, like, <laughs> the more you do it, you'll realize, like, what you like and what you think looks good, so... Yeah, totally. Just, like, talk a little bit more about just, like, influencer and be, being working in influencer marketing. Yeah. If somebody wants to break into that space. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think everyone's like, oh, I want to be an influencer. I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be a <laughs> yeah, TikToker. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think obviously like the first step is to be yourself, like do what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously like it's hard to continue that motivation and like, mm-hmm. sticking to it. If you want to have that influencer space and you want to be getting those brand deals, mm-hmm. what kind of is a good thing for people to do? Yeah, of course, being yourself and just posting what you think you'd like, not what other people are posting because as soon as you start comparing yourself to what other people are posting you're gonna beat yourself down and like you're just not gonna post what you want to post like Mm -hmm. you're gonna be conforming to what everyone else is posting another thing being consistent is really important because the more you post the more you get it into like a regular schedule it just becomes like second nature Mm -hmm. you're you're used to it and the more the more that people are seeing your stuff they're gonna recognize you and like be normalized with seeing you on their feed so Mm -hmm. the more you post it the more it's just gonna and it takes time. It doesn't, it's not going to happen overnight because I think a lot of people think like, oh, I'm just going to start posting and in one month I'm going to have 10K. Like it doesn't <laughs> yeah, happen like no. that. It takes years, years of, I think I've been posting on Instagram for like, like consistently for about three years and I'm just at like 12,000 right now. So it's like, it takes a long time. But those are real followers. Like, that's yes. like those are, those are yes. active, engaging followers. Yeah. It like, takes I've, a long time to get engaging followers because you can just go on an app and buy followers. Yeah. It's not going to get you anything. Like, yeah. And even I've even had, engaging. I've known people who have like bought followers. Oh like, yeah. They've like been a part tell. of like a spot. When I look at people's yeah. stuff, I can tell. Or like they post their follower count goes down by like 200. <laughs> or when they get, they yeah. get like 10 likes and they have yeah. like 10,000 followers. <laughs> I'm like, look, this is not how to go. Yeah, this is or not like, authentic engagement. I think a, a trend right now is to just like hide your likes, which I think is fine. Mm-hmm. Like, if I, I don't necessarily like looking at what other people are getting, like likes other people get, because I think it's discouraging if you're not necessarily like everyone has eras where their 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 content's not doing well. Like, it goes up and down. Your like, shadow and with <laughs> so it's like if there's a point when you're having that and you're seeing other people doing like amazing and their content's doing amazing, like it just gets so discouraging. Mm-hmm. So if you just want to turn it off and not able to see it, that's that's amazing. But I think some people are turning off their likes because they have fake followers or things like mm-hmm. that, and they're kind of like faking it that they have like 50k or 100k. And it's 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 easy yeah. to find out. Yeah. Sometimes I'll, I'll like go when I see that. I'm like, let me just scroll and like see how many likes there actually and I'm is like, here. Like, like <laughs> you have like one comment. Oh yeah. this, and you have fifty thousand. I'm like, this this is not computing. Yes. Like if you have friends, like you should have like come yeah. on. Yeah. We're like yeah. we're like, like the, come on. Like you don't have like five, five yeah. people. That'll yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. On yourself. Like come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think also like with social media too. Like obviously there is like so many standards and like stuff. You know that those hiding of the likes. We're trying to like you know. I think there's a lot of people who are obsessed with trying to get a brand deal and they're like, oh, I just want to get paid to be on here. And like, I see all these other people doing it. And it's like, everyone is different. And every, especially when companies are looking for people, they're looking for a very specific 
person, and sometimes you just don't fit that. So mm-hmm. it's like when people aren't reaching out to you, it's like you probably it's just, just how it goes sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, with like brand deals too, like what is kind of if people are curious, mm-hmm. like what is kind of the process like, both as an influencer and then on the back end, yeah, as the company. On on I'm, the back ends, um, I feel like it's not up to just one person who decides who goes onto yeah. a, onto a campaign. Like most times when companies look for influencers, they base it off a campaign. So for example, if somebody, they're doing like a Mother's Day campaign, they want mom influencers that have a certain amount of followers, live in a certain area, and have their audience is this certain age group. Mm-hmm. So it's very specific. So just because you're a mom and you see someone else's getting this brand deal, you just might not fit what they're looking for and who they're looking to target. So mm-hmm. um, it's a lot of like very targeted like choosing on the brand side. And then on the influencer side, when a brand decides to work with you, you'll get a brief with what they want the content to convey, like what they're trying to get the message across. So if it's, for example, the mom again, we're trying to target Mother's Day with um, moms who have like a following with pe- people with high income. So they're wanting you to convey like, your, um, be consistent with your lifestyle. So we want you to show your lifestyle with how you put the grocery delivery company into your lifestyle. And they'll get a brief and they'll get content um, like requirements. So they'll need to put certain hashtags and certain ads and we'll, we'll want them to post it at a certain time when we know that their engagement's gonna do really well. Mm-hmm. And you'll get, of course, you'll get most likely get paid for it as well. So there's a yeah. lot of moving parts into it that a lot of people don't see. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of times when people submit things or even I submit things to brands and they don't like it and they want me to do, totally redo it. So it's like sometimes they like it on the first try and sometimes you have to totally redo the, all the content. Yeah. I mean, because obviously it's tricky, though, because you're trying to fit their messaging by also Into keeping, your own. Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you want it to be authentic. Yeah, you want people, it to, Yeah. People know when it isn't. Like, people yeah. know when it's oh, a, yeah. an ad read. <laughs> and that's, it's hard when I see some people post things and I'm like, that is not at all, like, that brand totally manipulated what they wanted you to say and it doesn't fit at all and it doesn't do well at all because yeah. it's what the brand wants and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily what the audience is going to resonate with, so... There's a there's a balance with that. I feel like a lot of brands are letting influencers and pick I think what that's they really say. Good. And yeah, that's, that's yeah. authentic stuff yeah. you're giving that. Yeah. Is yeah. there a ton of rejection or for like influencer marketing stuff? Um, I feel like for like for people like reaching out to brands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like there's a ton of rejection. I get rejected a lot. Like I feel like a lot of times you just won't hear back. Okay. You'll you'll get the email to email them and you'll pitch them and you'll never hear back. I feel like wow. that's a lot to pitch brands to work with you. Yeah. So if I were to reach out to a brand, I feel like most times I, if I don't hear f- from them to say yes, I don't hear from them at all. What is your pitch like when you are pitching other brands? Like what's kind of your process like with putting those together? Yeah, I feel like finding a PR contact or someone in marketing is really important because if you just email like the general like you're not going to get anywhere and then it's never going to get forwarded to the right person mm-hmm. so finding like a PR or marketing contact at the company is really important and having like a media kit or something to show them with a one pager because someone reading an email is gonna take a 15 second look at it they're not gonna look at every single detail you've written out and they don't want to read a ton of stuff so mm-hmm. you want to provide a link to your socials because that's what they're gonna see and decide is like what your vibe is and having a one pager where it has every all the details laid out super easy to look at, kind of like a resume. It's kind of like a resume. So yeah, you want to show like your following, other past collaborations you've worked with, what your audience looks like, and like a one page kind of like slide where people can look at it super easily. I mean, yeah, it's literally, it's like a resume. It's like, like a resume. One page yeah. only, like make it easy. Yeah. Like people aren't going to scroll through 10 pages of documents. Like 
-hmm. not gonna happen. Is there anything else you would think people who are maybe interested in trying to go into the world of social media and influencer marketing that you think is just really great advice for them to hear? I think it's like, if if you know what you wanna do, keep working towards it, because you never know what could happen. I think my one career advice is make a LinkedIn. Yes. Because you never know what could happen. Mm-hmm. You never know who will message you. I've gotten three jobs from people randomly messaging me on LinkedIn. We love, that we like, love a cold call recruiter. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> crazy. Like you never know what's gonna look, what it's gonna be like. Connect with people on LinkedIn. I think that's probably my I'm gonna connect one with you after this, Ryan. Like <laughs> yeah, connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, I think that's probably like my biggest like career advice or like, I think life advice. It's just you never know what could happen. Keep your options open. Don't put your eggs in one basket because you never know what could happen. Well, thank you so much, Ryan. Do you want to give everyone your socials in case they aren't following you already? Yeah, my Instagram is ryan.keekler, and my TikTok is just ryankeekler, all one word. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank Thank you, you, Ryan. Thank you, Wade. Awesome. You guys can follow us on TikTok at unpackthatpod and on Instagram at unpackthht. We'll see you guys next Thursday. Thank you guys so much. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.